Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 106. We are back for another week of hard-hitting business and financial news. So make sure wherever you're listening, five-star rate and subscribe, support the podcast. It was actually really cool. One of uh, A great client, a great supporter, um, was one of the people supporting the podcast. And she sent me an email that she was supporting and loved the podcast. I always love hearing that because I do this as a hobby and I love doing it. And we're we're building a community of people that are really interested in something different, um, and and from a different perspective. So one, always appreciative of people that are tuning in. Make sure you let me know if you are. I definitely know there are a lot of you out there that are. So uh, we're going to do our normal thing this week. We're going to talk about the news. We're going to talk our roundtable, and of course, we have the question of the week. So hey, I really really hope you enjoy the show this week. Market and news update of the week, first and foremost. Let's get to the market. So right now, as we sit here, the NASDAQ, Dow, S&P, all in the red. Um, it's an early start of the trading day. And a lot of it's particularly because of big companies reporting sour earnings, ma- namely Meta platforms. Uh, shares have plunged for Meta, obviously previously known as Facebook, down about 25% uh, this morning, just based on the fact that one, they fell short of expectations. They issued also issued weaker guidance. And a lot of that was based on the fact that they're saying, hey, people are not one, our users aren't being in the highly monetized areas anymore. They're focused on other areas. They're not as highly monetizable, if that's a word, and that they're obviously their revenue, their ad revenue is being is not as growing as fast because of the fact that you know they're seeing that their enterprise, their their clients, their our customers are not spending as much because they're dealing with supply issues, um, and so that's the big thing that we're seeing with Meta, and I think that's really what's pulling down the rest of the market. I, to be fair, the market has been up five days in a row, and this is just pulling it down because of what we're seeing from big bellwether companies saying, "Hey, we're have dealing issues with with spend right now." So. That's the big thing um, about the release. I do think, you know, if you're thinking about this from an investor standpoint, this is a near-term and short-term issue. It's not a business fundamental into, and Meta is shifting a lot of its investment into the company and strategy into longer-term plays with the metaverse and all the stuff they're going to be doing with avatars in messages. That's going to be monetizable down the line, but right now it may not be. And they actually didn't grow users for the first time in, I think it was company history, at least since they've been reporting publicly, um, which is obviously something you have to note. Because of that, you've seen all the other social media names fall today. You got Snap, Twitter down, Pinterest down, everything. Spotify's down, but specifically for another reason, as you're now hearing a lot about what's going on with people pulling music off the Spotify platform. That's an embattled company going through some things right now as well. But the economic backdrop is still strong, right? Um, Jobless claims came in lower than expected. The other areas of the economy is strong. And so I, I do think this is a short-term blip and, and we'll go get past that. So that's what we have for our market update of the week. Let's go into news. We we're just talking about it. Let's dive a little bit more into Meta um, and the shares taking. A lot of times, last quarter, they blamed the iOS update. This time they're saying it's inflation. But Google just posted its third straight quarter of record sales and ad revenue sales. So it's not a, it's got to be systematic. It's not a systematic thing. It's really focused on what, Facebook is doing um, in the near term. Near term, I think this is a blip. Again, I've said that this will get better for them. If your stock drops the worst it's ever dropped in history, you've got to start taking a look. This is a stock that was trading at over $380 a share not too long ago, and you're telling me it's going to be down 
significantly from that might be enticing to some people. So, you know, they're really trying to build a more immersive meta future. So that's going to take some time to play out and to be monetized because this is still early stages in what they're trying to shift towards. But that shift may pay off. And I, I am betting that it does pay off down the line. Um, and so we're going to see how that pans out. There's a lot to play in there. It's a, it's a longer play, uh, but we'll see if it works out for Zuck and his team. More news for some high-flying tech. Venmo owner PayPal had its worst trading day of all time. The shares plunged 24%. It was a weaker forecast. They're saying that people aren't using their, their different Venmo's as much. People aren't doing different things as much. And it's just been a slower time than normal during 2020 and a little bit of 2021. So you're seeing a lot of that pull pull forward being even out for a lot of these high-flying companies. Does that mean that the companies are bad themselves? No. Inflation is still around. The macro environment is still around. It's slowing some things down in a high-flying environment, but doesn't mean these companies are bad. That's my belief uh, on some of them. NFL news. So Brian Flores, who was the coach of the Miami Dolphins for about three seasons, he was fired abruptly. And I actually said to my brother and my dad, we're having a great text discussion about this. I was like, how? When, it, when news came out that he was fired, I was surprised. Because one, the Dolphins had won, what, seven straight games. They looked like they were trending up. They almost made the playoffs. They were looking good. And then they just fired him. And so he came out, he's suing the NFL. He's suing certain owners, certain teams, and saying it's a class action lawsuit. And he's alleging racist, racial discrimination in, in not only the hiring process, but systematically throughout the NFL. And he has text messages to prove it. He released text messages from the Patriots coach, Bill Belichick. And for those who don't know, a little background um, information. So the NFL has had issues hiring black coaches for a while. And what they did was institute a rule called the Rooney Rule. I think it was after the Steelers, former former Steelers owner, I think the, the gentleman passed. Uh, but anyways, the Rooney Rule was supposed to, to give minorities equitable chance in getting hired as a head coach in the NFL. As we know, there's only one black head coach in the league that's 60 to 70% black. And so this was to give them an opportunity. Um, and the, the Rooney rule stated that you had to at least interview one minority candidate uh, when you're searching for a head coaching job. So the Rooney rule was instituted, I think it was 20, 2003, 2004. Since then, you've had to interview one minority candidate. But again, the issue might be with the rule. We'll see. But Brian Flores said, hey, I'm, I'm not – I'm going to make a, a suit against this. And he, in the suit, or at least in the, the little bit of preliminary information that's been released, released text from Bill Belichick where Bill Belichick was saying, hey, congrats on getting the job. And he said, wait, do you know something I don't? He's like, yeah, you, you, I think the Giants said you're their man. He's like, oh, wow, this is amazing. This is definitely what I want. Later, Bill Belichick comes back, and this is actually sad, not funny, and says, wait, I got it wrong. Not Brian Flores, Brian Dable, who was actually hired as a coach. He said that was the person who I was supposed to, who was getting the job. And this was prior to Brian Flores being interviewed. He had an interview scheduled, but they already picked their man, and so it was a waste of his time and resources, and he realized, hey, this is a rigged game. This is truly a rigged game. I have no chance here. Um, and I'm wasting my time flying, preparing for interviews, meeting GMs, meeting owners when they already picked their person. So he's alleged this. He's alleged some other things. It's an interesting issue. This is the biggest suit you're going to see in a while. It's it's, it's groundbreaking. It's shattered. So I'm following it closely. Me and my brother and my dad are having 
incredible conversations around this. If it's the right way to go about it, if it's the wrong way, it's going to make people, you know, backlash be even more heavy because you know he's not going to get another job as a head coach in the NFL ever again. So what does this mean? What's the fallout? We're going to be watching that closely. More news on fallout. Spotify has had a lot of it. Their shares are down. And a lot of it's driven off the fact that there's controversy around Joe Rogan and his COVID misinformation. He has the biggest podcast in the world, right? And Spotify paid $120 million, I believe, was to, to license it. Not even to buy it outright, just to license it exclusively. And, and he's had some different people. I don't listen to the podcast. Uh, I tried once. It was terribly boring to me. But um, he, he has a lot of people come on and they talk about different things. He has a lot of different perspectives from what I hear and from his own mouth. He has a lot of different perspectives because he wants to hear different perspectives. And so people have once said that this is wrong, that a lot of the perspectives he brings on are wrong. They're spreading misinformation, which from what I'm hearing, it is very true that they're spreading misinformation. And so a lot of artists are pulling music directly off the Spotify platform, which is bad for the platform. If you lose the artists, you lose the subscribers, and you lose share value as you're seeing now. And so that's what's happening in Spotify. We'll be watching closely to see if they, they buck back. Are they going to? What are they going to do? Because Joe Rogan is their biggest podcast. They're the biggest podcast in the world. How do you combat that? This is going to be really interesting to see. I think they, you know, add some sort of label. I think they already said they're going to do that. I don't think they quell his podcast. Um, but you're probably going to see a lot more people pull from the platform because there's a lot of angst around what's going on there. In some lighthearted news, Washington's NFL team has unveiled its new name and logo. The nickname is now the Commanders. Um, it's pretty cool. I, I saw the uniforms. I wasn't that impressed. It was just like regular uniforms, but we got a new name that's not offensive. So that's good. Congrats to them for finally doing that. The commanders are still going to suck. Uh, I guess so do my Vikings, but <laughs> but uh, shout out to them for doing that. Tom Brady, more NFL news. Tom Brady is now retired. That's big news. You know, I was talking with my friends. I think he's the best athlete of all time ever in sports, best sports athletes, team sports athlete of all time. There's no one that you can argue with. 22 years in the NFL, 10 Super Bowls, seven wins. That's incredible. It's incredibly hard to win in the National Football League. And what he did, leaving the Patriots, going to another team and, and replicating that success and getting a Super Bowl win is, is truly incredible. So he's obviously retired. He announced that via his Twitter, his Insta, um, and he's a leader in so many records. Uh, but now he's getting into blockchain. He's like, all right, what can I do with my life? Of course, crypto, NFTs, blockchain. He's launched Autograph.io, a platform that sells collectible NFTs featuring famous athletes like Naomi Osaka, Tiger Woods, and of course himself. They raised 170 million. Wow, okay. <laughs> they raised 170 million um, with his wife. He also took a stake in crypto exchange FTX, which FTX is, we're gonna have a story on them. They're $32 billion company already. So it's interesting to see how different things are happening past sports career life, what he's planning to do with himself. And that seems like he's diving into entrepreneurship, which is more perhaps to him. He's obviously someone that works incredibly hard and is going to do really, really well in his post-playing career. So we'll be watching for that. Crypto news. We just talked about it. FTX, a big crypto company. They just hit a $32 billion valuation as investments hit record. It's another unicorn um, and really... You know, you're seeing a lot of people in the private markets and venture markets pour into these companies because they know they're going to IPO at some point. And they're getting, FTX is getting closer to its rival Coinbase in valuation. It's crazy. They just got an $8 billion funding last week. 
And it's really incredible. FTS makes its money off trading activities and fees, including a 5% fee to trade NFTs. So you have 5% to FTX to trade your NFT. But it's it's really incredible what's going on in these markets. Um, you're seeing a lot of institutional buy-in. You're seeing a lot of retail buy-in. And I just don't think that stops. So we'll keep an eye on it. But that's up for news this week. Next week, next next segment, we're going to get into the roundtable. All right, folks, it's our financial roundtable. So gather around. Want to talk concept of what I call the diet pill effect. And what is that? The diet pill effect is really, I'm sure you know what diet pills are. These are pills that people take that actually don't do anything for you. Trust me, if they would, that'd be awesome for all of us. But they don't, right? You have to eat right to work out. You have to exercise the hardest things to do. But still, diet pills are sold and still consumed, bought by people all over the world. Billions probably are, are sold annually and purchased because there's this lingering need for, for the general public, for general people to want to do things a shortcut way, the easy way, without effort, without work. Um, and that's the same thing you see a lot in financials, investing, um, job, work, entrepreneurship. People want the easy way out, right? And that's why you saw a rush in prosperity speaking, when people say, hey, I bought this, made a bunch of money when they didn't really tell you exactly how they did that or what happened. A lot of it is is being fed to unsuspecting people. At some point, you do have to take accountability that, hey, I've been doing all these diet pill tricks in all aspects of my life and it's not working. So what should I do to change that? Um, and this was just a thought that I had last week because I was thinking about all the things that happened over the past couple of years people shilling this and that, uh, people saying do this, do that. And I just didn't listen because I knew a longer term structure of what I need to do for myself and my clients was the best way to go about things, literally. Um, and I'm very glad I took that route because it could have been such carnage for a lot of people. There has been carnage for a lot of people out there that took a diet pill approach, the easy approach, a get rich quick approach, a fast approach that never pans out, folks. It never does. Um, Hopefully, we all go the right way and we get to our goals, but it does take a lot of hard work. All right, question of the week actually comes from me. So I saw a lot of people, um, as we're closing our first venture seed investment, there was a lot of questions, not, not even that many questions. Most of my investors and clients understand some things, but there's some things that are new to people and that's okay. Um, so what does it actually mean to be participating in a venture investment as a limited partner or an investor in a deal led by me or by a venture capitalist? Um, and there's a couple things to note. One, if you're a limited partner and investor in any of my deals or anything that I'm doing, um, you're providing capital, uh, for the funds to invest and I'm participating as well. My partners will participate, but I'll be participating obviously. And then you're providing capital as well because you want a part of what we're doing and what we're investing in. So those funds have to be, you know, one, in, in a typical deal-by-deal deal basis, those funds have to be ready at the moment we're going to invest. If we eventually raise a fund, then it will be when we make capital calls. But it's beneficial to be a part of this because what we're trying to do is um, invest in something that we believe is, is a high-growth young venture that will provide incredible dividends down the line. Um, and you'll get a proportion of those dividends, depending on how much you invest. And so, you know, the, the 
time frame for investment could be five years, seven years, 10 years. It doesn't, we don't know. We can't we don't have a crystal ball to tell you the future. But again, depending proportion to what you invest, you get returns on that minus what we take, obviously, um, for our great work. So that's how you do it. Um, and it's, you know, something that I think should be done with, you know, discretionary capital. And for my clients, we're giving them lower minimums for a lot of these deals for some of them. Um, so it's a really, really interesting new way to access a different market and the equities and digital uh, currency market. Uh, but there's a lot of nuances to it. It's still new. So I'm open to answering questions on it because I know um, it's it's new. But there's benefits. I mean, it's access to information. This is stuff that we're looking at that hasn't even been announced yet. We're investing alongside some of the great people that I won't even put their names out there. Um, and it's just an expanded network um, and really, really cool what we're planning to do here. And it's it's already kicking off. So hope that answers it. If you have any more questions, let me know. And of course, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Your Money, Your Life podcast.